Hey there, Taco the Towners. Just a quick note before we start the show. Taco the Town has been nominated in the Pitch Best of KC Awards for Best Podcast in Kansas City. We'd love your vote. So just go to thepitchkc.com and vote for Taco the Town. And now on with the show. Welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. This week, we're coming to you live on location from Tacotopia, the Kansas Taco Festival in Topeka, Kansas. Tacotopia promises beer, fun, and tacos. A little history of Topeka, Kansas for you. The name Topeka is a Kansa Osage sentence that means place where we dug potatoes or a good place to dig potatoes. We are standing right next to the famous Idaho potato, which is right next to us. There's a large, huge potato here at Tacotopia. There's not a large taco, but there is a large potato. Very fitting. The city, Topeka, laid out in 1854, was one of the free state towns founded by Eastern anti-slavery men immediately after the passage of the Kansas-Nebraska bill. In 1857, Topeka was chartered as a city. After a decade of abolitionist and pro-slavery conflict that gave the territory the nickname Bleeding Kansas, Kansas was admitted to the Union in 1861 as the 34th state. Topeka was finally chosen as the Kansas state capital with Dr. Charles Robinson as the first governor. And today, in the year of our Lord, 2018, Topeka has been transformed once again. That's right, Topeka has become Taco-topia. Taco, its dictionary definition is an often crisply fried tortilla folded over and filled, as with seasoned chopped meat, lettuce, tomatoes, and cheese. Topia, deriving from the word utopia, which means an ideal place or state, or any visionary system of political or social perfection. That's what we have here in Taco-topia, folks, an ideal state of taco perfection. Now, instead of a place where we dug potatoes, Topeka has become a place where we dig on some tacos. Like I said before, I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until my roofing guy says that it's the right time for me to talk about it. Today, we'll be reviewing all of the great tacos available for the guests at Tacotopia. We'll be joined by special guests who will share some of their favorite taco places with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town, live from Tacotopia. Taco 
We are here live at Tacotopia. The gates are just about to open, and today I'm joined by my co-host, executive producer of Taco the Town, Chris Garibaldi. Good morning, everybody. It's morning in Topeka, and tacos are on the agenda. Chris, what do you think so far of Tacotopia? I'm impressed. This potato is amazing. I thought you could walk in the potato, but you can't. It's just... It's just a potato. There is no door to the potato. <laughs> no. And there's a band. What's the name of the band? Mojo, Blazing Mojo, will be playing later on today in the, the Vinewood Equestrian Center. I'm very excited about the, uh, the prospect of today. Now, let's do a little history of Tacotopia. As a huge fan of tacos, I always love seeing another fanatic of tacos share his love of tacos toward making the world a better place. And I think that's what Zach Haney and the people from Tacotopia have done here today. He has talked in the press that he wanted to bring his love of tacos to Topeka and make it a, a family-friendly event where everyone can share and eat tacos together. And I think that's a, great, that's a great idea. It's a beautiful vision. It's coming true today. There's even uh, bouncy houses here for the children and people who are children at heart. Now... Do you think, what, what do you think would happen if those chains that are holding the potato in place were broken loose? Do you think the potato would roll and smash children with I, it? I mean, they're, yes. They're definitely there for safety reasons. It reminds me of the film King Kong, the original, when they had him chained and they thought that that could hold him back, where I feel like the hubris of man believes it can hold back this potato with those plastic chains and i think they're going to be sadly mistaken once that potato realizes it's it's um once it wakes up from its hibernative state and realizes that it's a captive <laughs> now you went up and you hugged that potato what did it feel like did it feel hollow i thought it would but no it felt solid it i could feel the love i mean it's just a creature who is was meant to be in the wild and the way that they have this thing trapped you know, I just wanted to give it some love and let it know that I'm not a part of it so that when it does start to kill people. Do you think at the end of the ceremonies today or at some point during the day today that the potato will open up and a taco will come out of the potato? Wow, I hope so. Do you think there's like a taco <laughs> drone that flies out of the top of it and it just starts taco killing or start dropping tacos on people as if Obama were drone tacoing us I, at Tacotopia? I... I hope that's what happens. I mean, I'm I'm living in a dream world here, but I'd love to see the birth of a taco here today out of a potato. That would be that'd be incredible. I'm hoping that happens too. <laughs> so, maybe out of those folds, you can see there's some folds oh, yeah. there. Maybe maybe tacos come out of those like a birth. So, Tacotopia will be held today in two separate sessions from noon to 3 and from 5 to 8 p.m. It's a giant taco party. There's going to be different types of tacos. There's going to be Indian tacos, curry tacos, veggie tacos, chicken, beef. There's going to be some barbecue tacos here and maybe just some barbecue. And uh, taco teams are competing for the title of best taco, which will be decided by uh, the VIP guests here today at Tacotopia. And really, who needs a smoke machine for Mystique? when every time a car drives by, it kicks up so much dust <laughs> that it looks like a warrant concert. There is some dust here. I am getting some uh, warrant concert vibes. Maybe Great White. 
Oh no, that's that, more like striper. Striper, yeah. Yeah, striper probably used dust instead of smoke. It's cheaper. So there will also be a Chihuahua beauty pageant here today. Zach Haney, organizer of the event, said he thought maybe there'd be 10 Chihuahuas, but he says he's been overwhelmed with responses. He's gotten over 50 Chihuahuas that want to participate in the uh, Chihuahua beauty pageant today. You know, th this might not be a very woke opinion, but I am excited for the bathing suit contest and the Chihuahua beauty pageant. I like that, you know, in Topeka, we can... We don't have to be as progressive as the rest of the world. We can still hang on to American traditions like beauty contests, if not for lap dogs. I'm looking forward to the talent portion of the competition and see, see what some of these chihuahuas can do. I'm sure there'd be a lot of talent. I'd love to see some chihuahuas eating tacos. Yeah. That should be one of the... Would that be considered cannibalism? No, because... No, taco, tacos, tacos are not, dogs. No. Okay. Hot what dogs. If it, what? Yeah. What? If, I was going to ask that question. The next question. I'm glad. Two great minds think alike. If a Chihuahua ate a hot dog, is that cannibalism? No. But what if a horse ate a hot dog? Aren't there parts of horse in hot dogs? What if a rat ate a hot dog? That is cannibalism. Oh, because there's rat there's, feces in. Well, there's in and hot, rats in, in hot, hot dogs. dogs. I think hot dogs are just. 85% rat. This is taking a really dark <laughs> turn already today. Sorry, Dave. Here at Tacotopia. You shouldn't let me talk. That's the problem. So Topeka, top city, as all the kids call it these days. I've heard a lot of people call it that. Topeka holds a special place in my taco origin story. My parents, when they were first married, my dad attended Washburn University here in Topeka. And my parents lived in the married housing together. They were, my mom says they were young, broke, newlyweds. And once a week or maybe twice a week, they would walk down to the local Taco Tico in Topeka and eat. She said they would eat a dozen tacos between them and drink Coors beer in the yellow cans. This is back when you could get beer at Taco Tico. They served beer there. And that's kind of where my... Like, my parents talked about that growing up and how much they loved Taco Tico and living in Topeka and growing up eating as young newlyweds, eating a dozen tacos and drinking beer down at Taco Tico. That's a beautiful story. You know, the, the reason why they could do that is because not until 1997 uh, were you required to have a liquor license to serve alcohol at oh, any, wow. any venue. Yeah. And my dad said that, or my mom and dad said that Gerald Ford's daughter at the time attended Washburn University. And sometimes they'd see her dancing on the tables at a local bar. What? Oh, I thought you were going to say a Taco Tico. Not, no, not a Taco Tico. <laughs> Too many co yellow cores. Susan cans. Ford. God bless her. So it was kind of like, oh, yeah, that's Gerald Ford's daughter dancing on that table. So you'd go for it. Susan. Great Topeka stories. I'm sure everyone has a has a great Topeka stories they could share. In the culture of celebrity, you wouldn't be able to do that anymore. So no, everybody would have their cell phones out. It'd be on TMZ. Yeah. Back in the day, you just go, oh, yeah, and then you that's her dancing on the bar. Let's go home. Jerry'd be pissed. Yeah, and there'd be no way for that news to get out to Gerald Ford. I get hints of a simpler time when we're here, Dave. I even feel like now it's a simpler time. There's a cowboy walking into the giant potato right now. I think there is a door on the giant potato. 
well, we should interview these giant potato people. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll approach them as producers. Oh, he just brought a chair out of the giant potato. <laughs> it's a giant chair. Maybe they're going to be serving taco potatoes. Is that t- is that potato going to sit in that chair? I really, I really think that it would not be wise to undo the chains on that t- potato. If that's maybe that potato funny. has a bunch of real potatoes inside of it. I don't think it's wise to call it a fake potato in front of it. Oh yeah. I mean, well, it's a, yeah. Look, here's my issue. I'm standing at least <laughs> maybe 50 yards from a man putting on a flak jacket. That's, that is not, I'm not comforted by this. What's going, why is he putting on a flak jacket? Maybe they expect some violence here at Tacotopia. That, that must be. I think those ops, are security guys. Black ops security, yeah. yeah. They're going to head up into the trees with sniper rifles and just in case things get out of control. Yeah. Oh my God, why is <laughs> What is happening? What have, flag. what have we got? They're both wearing flag jackets. Both of them. What the? Why do they need flag jackets? Well, Topeka did have a crime problem at one point, so maybe it's still, you know. Look, we all have a crime problem, but <laughs> we shouldn't shouldn't judge and we shouldn't shoot crime. <laughs> maybe that keeps the taco. Maybe a flag jacket's a good way to keep the taco. If you spill, like maybe these guys are just going to eat a lot of tacos. And, you know, what better way to keep it off your shirt than the most powerful jacket in the world? Sometimes I feel like when I'm eating tacos, I need a taco flat jacket to deflect the chunkage that falls off the tacos. Well, and you could rip your shirt because it, um, a hard, if you're in a hard shell situation, that could, that could do some damage. So you, if you had a, a, a fine thread count on your shirt. So right. I, I can see it now. I'm okay now with it. Maybe one day we'll all be wearing flak jackets wherever we go. Maybe. Who's, who's that over yonder, Dave, strolling up? Oh, my gosh. It's our first guest of the day. Got a special guest here. Let's meet this week's first guest. He's a rock musician. You might know him from the band Zoom. The Bells, National Trust, and currently the band Voice of Action. He's a native of Chicago, Illinois, a great taco and burrito town and hot dog town. Welcome to Taco the Town, Mark Henning. Well, thank you for having me. I'm just scouting out the grounds here. I'm looking at a taco truck with a little animated character that's saying he, he, it, it seems to be a he, that he wants to be inside me. <laughs> Oh, the taco is saying that. Well, I'm glad that we took, it was by, by chance that we got to take Mark here today. <laughs> but Mark loves history. He loves history. And not the kind you read in books, like the kind you have to really hit the streets to understand. And he is just gleeful. Can I say that? Sure. At walking around the Vinewood property today. He, he is just really enjoying discovering a new piece of Topeka that, and there's a rare, rarely is there a piece of Kansas that Mark doesn't know anything about. But this is, I don't know, did you know anything about Vinewood before you came here today? I like to consider myself a, I don't know, a dilettante in terms of Topeka. I used to take little day trips out here for the years when I lived here between 1988 and maybe 1994. But I never came across Vinewood. I seem to think that the Cutler brothers, Bob and John, may have put on a hardcore show or two here at some point, maybe 
in the early 1980s. This, it, I, I could be dead wrong, and I hope I run into either one of them today, but it seems to be that kind of a place. It was the VFW situation, all ages show, tucked back away from the road where you know the police don't come, although I see a gathering of yeah, we were mentioning the flak jackets. Did yeah, you see those? Just in case. Just in case things get out of control here today at Tacotopia. <laughs> a little intense. Shout There's out to a lot of security. Look at that ring of security over there. Yeah, I'm, oh, you I'm know, when you've got the uh, when you've got the spuddy buddy for the Idaho potato, you know, that's like that's like having a celebrity power. You need security for that. <laughs> Someone no. might attack it. Is Spuddy Buddy? I is he here? Is he? Now, Mark, what are your thoughts on the? famous Idaho potato. We were wondering what its function is going to be today. I mean, you know, where do potatoes fit into the mix, I guess, is the question. We were wondering if maybe there might be taco potatoes later. Potato tacos later? I like taco potatoes. I mean, this is, it's big enough to where you could... Dave envisioned that a taco might be birthed out of that potato. At, At the end point. of the day with maybe some sparklers shooting out of it. Yeah. Does a taco have an orifice? You mean a potato? Well, it, look, it could be like oh, a whale. Potato, maybe sorry, it has yeah, a maybe potato. it has a blowhole at the yes. top and tacos shoot out of it. Oh, that would be cool. We've got all sorts of ideas. I, think, I, I see yeah, gunpowder. Maybe there's some nitrogen in there somewhere. <laughs> we should really interview well, some a, of these potato that's why keepers. All these flak jackets. <laughs> it's for shrapnel. It's something we don't. <laughs> yeah, it's a shrapnel guard. <laughs> I'll say, you know, shout out to Bob Cutler, sort of the, every the per- morning and I, I, I'm on Facebook and every year I think he does a cleansing of his friends on Facebook and he kind of announces it. He's like, by the way, I'm going to, I'm going to start cutting people. And he does it kind of aggressively. And I, every year I would just keep my fingers crossed. And the next morning I wake up and I'm still there. I'm like, I love you, Bob. Thank you. I, I, you it's, could be the last one standing. It's a badge of honor. I would, if I were the last person, that'd be like, that'd be a huge honor i love you bob we need we need mark smurl and bob cutler here joining are they topeka are they still live here yes and justin from cock news disgusting justin yeah he worked at a taco place on i think he may have worked at taco tico oh nice uh, what i think there wasn't there one on ninth or taco john's maybe i don't know seidner's the one that would verify that now, Mark, what's your, do you have any Topeka stories? Any uh, great Topeka stories of you, of days playing gigs here? Or, or any Topeka history you'd enough, like to share with us? Uh, Zoom never played a single show in Topeka. I don't think we ever played a show here. But I did come out to Topeka High School in 1992. Two at the beginning, or maybe it was in like March of 1992, with Kim Zarnapi, the legendary Kim Zarnapi of Kill Whitey, to see a young high school band called Vitreous Humor. Oh, wow. And they were fans of Kim's, as so many were and are. As I am and was. Yes. And she was kind of, you know, she was a great uh, facilitator, a uh, booster of all good things regionally and they invited her out and i kind of tagged along and it was great it was in the gymnasium and we got to see the original version of vitreous humor entertain their friends and us oh that'd be a legendary show they eventually moved to lawrence yes they did 
and with stay, I remember seeing them and Steak Daddy Six. Is that right? Play a show together, house show together in Lawrence. Yeah, Kansas. yeah, it's really good. I remember that. I think there might have been a goat that someone cooked. Yeah, I think so. Goat. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Our friend Dave, who you know, since crossed over to the other side, was from Nebraska, and he like spigoted a goat. It's <laughs> amazing. It Day long kind of ritual, just. Should still be happening. Goat tacos sound delicious. I hope there's some of those here today. Jamaican tacos with goat. Chris, do you want to announce the new Zoom projects or the new Zoom releases that are coming out with Mark? We've got... um, Because you are the CEO and president and uh, co-director of Lotus Pool Records. Head of HR. Head of HR, yeah. October, which if it was going to be taco thing, we'd call it Taco-tober. Or as we're going to call it here on the show, taco October, Rock Taco-tober. Taco-tober. Rock Taco-tober. Rock Taco-tober. Here's some announcements for you. We have three releases coming out in Rock Taco-tober, all of which feature my very good friend here, Mark, who I've known, I think, since I was 10 years old. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe 11. 10. Um, 10. It's a good age. And uh, fifth grade. Fifth grade band. That's right. Sorry. 10. 10 years old. On October 5th, talk, uh, Rock Taco October 5th, we have two releases by the band called Zoom. We are releasing their seminal EP titled Rockin' in Rio. That will be available on digital and eight track cassette, eight track tape. And that will feature two bonus tracks from the Helium Octopede era, which was the, the end of, of Zoom's arc. It's, it's bookends. And then the other album we're releasing is Helium Octopede itself, Long Lost. We actually found it. A friend of ours was touring. France or Switzerland? In Marseille. No, it was, it was in France. Okay. South, south of France. And we didn't we didn't think there was any Zoom on vinyl other than the Ernst & Son 7-inch, but our friend actually found 300 copies of this record in no per- way. perfect condition. That's amazing. In but it France. wasn't the original Press. record. It was a re-release, a weird was, yeah. European re-release, which you can see in the artwork if you go look it up on lotuspool.com. That, by the way, we were not even aware of or privy to or paid for or paid for <laughs> but so we no, it's that's an that awesome way, right? find right. and you guys found or got a copies of it or yeah. brought it back oh wow yeah we had it shipped back from europe it's in my it's on my dining room table what well, was this morning we moved it into an air-conditioned well I safe th- house and it will be out october 5th on lp and digitally so nice. back out on the streets and then october I can't remember. Rock Taco-tober. Taco-tober 26th, maybe? I think, yeah. A couple, two weeks later, the Voice of Action debut record titled Voice of Action, Mark's new band's coming out. Mark, a few words about Voice of Action? Uh, Yes. You can call it Voice of Action. You can call it VOA. Or you can call it VOA. I just wanted to be in a band that gave you three options. (laughs) I I think it's great when you ask a guy about his band and he tells you what you can call it. (laughs) how would you describe the sound of voa simple um sometimes aggressive sometimes passive sometimes exuberant sometimes deathly alone Sexual. There's something sexual sometimes about it. Sometimes sexual, oh, yes. Okay. Sometimes aroused. Something sometimes you'd put on hard with your loved one, soft. maybe? Something you'd put on the stereo when you're with sure, your loved one? Always, yeah. You can always put on 
anything here with your loved one. <laughs> you were sh- you were sharing that someone Once. shared a shared a personal story with you about Zoom and their family last night. You shared that with me. Do you oh, remember yes. that story? Yeah, we did a show about Fly Guy. We did a, a, a few shows maybe five years ago or more. I don't know. Two thousand? No, it was more than that. It was like eight years ago now. It seems. And we did a few in Lawrence, one in K- couple in Kansas City, and then Chicago. And our Chicago show a very special place in Cicero called Kloss. Another place that has a similar feel to the where we're at right now. Um, Capone? El Capone, you're staying out of Kloss? Yeah, I'm sure Capone was here, too. That's so, not the show I went to, was it? No. That was, was Brixie's. You've been to class. I believe you've been. Oh, you've been to Brixie's. Brixie's. Yeah. But anyway, there was a couple there who I hadn't met before who came up and introduced themselves. And they were from Florida. And they said that they made their progeny, their, their baby, to the soundtrack of Zoom. And I thought to myself, <laughs> hmm. I never thought of that music <laughs> in those, in that setting. But, but again, you can hopefully be able to play any type of music with your loved ones sure yeah it should be a safe space so there's a that's great yeah it was a creative endeavor for them (laughs) what band were you with at that brixie show where fred schneider sang with you um what was that uh that was well i mean a couple decembers ago that was really uh kind of a uh i don't know what you would call it like a one-off or a uh I think we called ourselves, uh, what was the name of it? Oh, Sperm Bank. Yeah. That's right. We, yeah. we, we, dis- we, uh, we decided because Fred was there and obviously Fred has incredible MC skills. I kind of made the name up as we were driving over there. To the show. <laughs> so, that, so that we could get, so Fred could introduce us. And he did a stellar job. Of, of doing that. I know there's some, there's a, there's, there's video of it somewhere. Yeah, I think I've seen it. it. It's a great show. And he just, I like the fact that he introduced us as Sperm Bank. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, what is your personal taco history? I know on the way over here to Taco Topia, you mentioned that you aren't the biggest fan of Taco Tico's tacos, but what, coming from Chicago and also spending some time here in Kansas and Lawrence, do you have a favorite? taco memory or growing up what what was your taco philosophy i had an aunt that lived down in pullman my mom's sister was married to charles lira who was a i guess she's a second generation latino american and he and his family actually worked down in topeka for a long time they would come down here and work for the summers and then stay up in chicago in the winters he and his father and his sisters shared a lot of taco, uh, a lot of Mexican recipes together. So, and my aunt was a really good cook. And they lived down in a neighborhood of Chicago called Pullman, which was on the far south side. And that's where, you know, the Pullman cars, train cars came from. Oh, wow. George Pullman had his own empire down there, had his own currency. But anyway, they lived down there and shared a lot of recipes. And my aunt used to make really wonderful Mexican cuisine and tacos were obviously part of that menu. So that's, so Topeka factors in. So I think that maybe somewhere along the line, some of those recipes could have been cultivated in the two mile radius. 
Do you have a favorite taco place in Chicago that you? Well, I think Chicago. I I personally think that, and it it's not a it's not a hometown bias, but I think that Chicago perhaps has the best Mexican food in the whole country by nature of so many regions represented there. And there are some go-tos. There are some favorites. There's a place called Chavas, which is off off of Western and Grand. That is. Wonderful. Um, I live out near Cicero, which has many great taco restaurants. Chicago is also known as this place that, uh, so in terms of uh, tortillas, it, it, there's a lot of small batch tortillas all over the place, as you would imagine, you know, just in people's kitchen. But Chicago is known as this city where they kind of, and I don't, I don't want to say industrialized, but they you know, mass manufactured tortillas, some of the best tortillas in the country, and they still do. And it's the home of that in the United States and even in, in Mexico too. It's Chicago's known for that in North America as being this tortilla manufacturing town. Wow. What did I tell you? This guy's got history for days, man. He knows. Now, Chris was saying that there is a place in Chicago where it's called Burritos as Big as Your Head. El Famos. The, and the, El Farol. And El Farol. And the, yeah, burritos as big as your head is the, is the tagline of one of them. Do they offer tacos there or just burritos? Is it? Oh, yeah. There's tacos. Can't where remember. Do you, where do you fall on the taco burrito debate? Are you more of a taco guy or a burrito guy? Are you more of an I enchilada guy? I haven't eaten a burrito probably since college. Oh, wow. I, it, That's Burritos great. are like a... Uh, a college. I've been saying that on this show, man. That's great. I'm finally finding somebody that agrees with me on the whole burrito college thing. Kindred spirits. No need for burritos after college. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> I'm so giddy. I'm, I'm so happy I found someone that is in agreement with me on the whole got to leave your burritos behind, you know? Put, yeah. put away your childish things, you know? Burrito exists to A, sober yourself up at 2 in the morning, which is most of the business that Alpha Mosin for old did. Right. Late or night. if you know you're not going to eat another meal for like 24 hours, and that's it. Right. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. Take your burritos and go back to college. <laughs> All right, so here on Taco the Town, we do a segment called the Taco Ticker, which is where we check the taco news from the week. You guys want to check the taco ticker with me? Yes, please. All right, taco ticker story number one, Jack in the Box. You guys familiar with the um, fast food restaurant Jack in the Box? Oh, yeah. (laughs) They have raised the price of their tacos. They used to be able to get two tacos for 99 cents. Have you guys had Jack in the Box tacos before? I didn't know they made tacos. Oh, I when I was just a, made Jacks in the Box. No, it, well, that was the legend when we were kids. But yeah, the Jacks in the Box. There was pig in a blanket. There was a Ooh, I want a pig in a blanket. They were known for tacos. There was a legend when we were kids about them serving kangaroo meat or something like they had to overcome some yeah, meat controversy at some point in their kangaroo history. Kangaroo meat. There's a kangaroo meat. Yeah. Jack in the Box, I mean, I don't even remember its food. I I it's, it just had the, the jack in the box on the roof. You know, that was, you don't even need food almost. You just did have you a brand. Just, did you think it was like a, a jack in the box <laughs> outlet store that just sold jack in the box toys? Yes. It was, With yes. a drive through? Like right, you drive through, yeah, competitor, early competitor <laughs> to Toys R Us. <laughs> well, in, in the Golden State, California, they have hiked the taco prices due to wage increases that are taking 
hold across California. The San Diego-based fast food chain is largely concentrated in California, but we have some here in the Kansas City metro area. The minimum wage uh, was raised to $11 an hour this year for large employers compared with $10.50 a year ago. The tacos used to be two for 99 cents, and now the menus list two for $1.29. And a customer's online petition is looking to reverse it. <laughs> we did allow the lid to lift on taco pricing, said Carol DeRamo, head of investor relations at Jack in the Box. As minimum wage in California started to, started to creep up toward the $15 market, doesn't necessarily make sense from a profitability perspective for our franchises to continue at that price point. I'm, I'm confused by people who don't want to pay a little more for food. I think it, at some point when you're paying that little for food, there's got to be something bad about you gotta that. you got to wonder food. what corners are being cut sometimes. Right. Yes. There is a thing is called consumer price index, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, Where there is. Things over time end up costing go up. more yeah. money to, because of what's uh, involved. Unless you're, getting, unless you're using kangaroo meat, which right, you can keep yes. your prices fairly fixed. There's right. no CPI rise on kangaroo. No, I think that like it's almost like you can just dream up kangaroo meat. You don't have to it just you can think it into existence. That, Maybe it's really horse what, meat and they're calling it kangaroo to make it more exotic. Either way, it takes nothing to make a horse or a kangaroo. Just some dust and a little pressure. Yes. Yes. Powdered kangaroo meat. Just add water. So as it raised its prices, Jack in the Box has lost some of its some of its budget conscious customers to competitors, including Hardee's, Carl's Jr., Taco Bell. Hardee's. Hardee's doesn't really have a budget menu, do they? It's called the menu. They're seeing more competition from value offerings at Taco Bell with the nacho fries, and in its latest quarter, Jack in the Box, their sales fell 0.1 percent. Its fifth straight quarter of declines. That's driven the company's stock down about 25% in the past year, all due to this taco price increase. It's ridiculous. Where are there jack-in-the-boxes? I, I haven't, I can't recall there, seeing one. There was one on LaGrange Road. Well, yeah, that was Ogden and LaGrange. That's the one I always remember. But, yeah. like, presently, are there, is there jack-in-the-box in Lawrence? Is there jack-in-the-box in... They're in Kansas City Kansas now. City? They just came about five years ago, I think, yeah. Okay. And, just, and all over California, so... Okay. I've only known the one on the Grange Road, and it was there, like, from the start. Like, they restarted in San Diego, and I think LaGrange were the two <laughs> locations. Didn't Keith Lundquist maybe work at, uh... If they, if they were lucky, he did. That Jack in the Box mascot guy is creepy. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't think anybody did. I don't, I don't trust anyone with a pointy hat. Is he going to be here today? Better not be. I did see. I did see a potato mascot costume peeking up out of the potato truck. That's you said. You were saying something earlier, Mark. You were using a term, "spuddy buddy." Where did you find that term? Did you see that? Uh, well, I know. I, I, I'm seeing it right now. I'm looking at spuddy. Oh yeah. Uh, the little guy, Spuddy, Spuddy Buddy. Buddy. That's the, the name of the guy. truck. Yeah. yeah. Where are you seeing that? Right there. Oh, under those, oh. Yeah. So I think yeah, okay. Spuddy Buddy. I'll get a shot of that. And the Jack in the Box are gonna go at it. They're gonna do some extreme fighting. They're gonna do a or a dunk tank maybe. <laughs> that would be great. What there. about a dunk tank where you fall into tacos or yeah, taco or meat? A hot sauce. Hot yeah. Sauce. Or kangaroo meat. Salsa. <laughs> it's good. Authentic salsa. Yeah. Kangaroo. Pico. Pico de gallo. Yeah, with yeah, I like that. A mishmash of ingredients. You just fall. The the, the mascots fall into that <laughs> soup. All right, taco taker story number two. While we're talking about bad products 
being used, kangaroo meat being used in tacos. The Taco Bell cheese dip that they sell at the grocery store is being recalled over botulism fears. Thousands of cases of Taco Bell salsa con queso mild cheese dip are being recalled over concerns that the product showed signs of separation which can lead to the growth of the bacteria that causes botulism. Over 7,000 cases of cans of the cheese dip that have the best when used by dates between October 31st and January 23rd have been pulled from the, from the shelves. There have been no customer complaints about the product yet. The company warns customers not to consume the product, even if it does not look or smell spoiled. We deeply regret the situation and apologize to any consumers we have disappointed. Botulism is a rare poisoning that can be fatal. Symptoms include difficulty swallowing or speaking, weakness, dizziness, and double vision, among other symptoms. I think that somebody, I think someone just wanted to hoard that supply all for themselves and kind of made up that story so they could warehouse it. Yeah. Save it for later. Totally. Future food food supply. Yeah. It's hidden in a bunker somewhere, in a missile silo. And that's what they're going to be living off of in the dark times. Yes. Dave, I found some taco enthusiasts. I thought maybe you might want to ask them a few questions. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Taco the Town podcast. Hey, how are you doing What today? are your names? I'm Lucy. I'm Paul. So are you guys taco lovers? Of course, doesn't everyone love tacos? I love your shirt too. Oh, thank That's you. It amazing. says taco cat spelled backwards as taco. Cat. Taco cat. <laughs> she loves tacos more than me. Just hold that up when he, yeah. I said she loves tacos more than me. She you, supports it. Okay, so are you, how on board are you with the taco thing? Are you more uh, of the burrito I love tacos, guy? but I don't express myself by wearing <laughs> shirts that say taco and taco cats. How many taco shirts would you, do you own? Would you say? This is my only one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I thought know. maybe you wore a taco shirt no, every day. No, I, I mainly wear bacon shirts, but. Oh, so you're a bacon too. enthusiast as that well. That too, definitely. How many bacon sh shirts do you own? Maybe five. Whoa. So you would be more of a bake. You'd, you'd listen to a bacon podcast over a taco podcast? Well, if there was bacon on a taco, that would be number one. Oh, wow. I think bacon ta tacos are the best. I think Taco Bell had one of those a while back, didn't they? I think so. Definitely. Yeah. So what are you guys looking forward to most here today? Just eating tacos? Just eating tacos. We're really <laughs> excited about tasting all the different types of tacos from all the different vendors. It's a really good opportunity to, to find some new tacos. It's all about eating tacos. I'm here to get fat and eat tacos all day <laughs> Did long. Did you fast beforehand? So I had could... a cup of yogurt. That was it. You didn't eat anything, though. That's good. Got to leave space for the tacos. I'm ready to get full on tacos. Yeah. How many tacos would you say you're going to eat today? Would you say under 10, over 10? over maybe i have a small body probably <laughs> under 10 but i'm sure he could eat more than 10. i'm trying to lose weight <laughs> but i think i'm gonna go all out and probably gain a few pounds today so yes. i'm gonna eat as many as i can before i throw up today's the day for that that's Absolutely. the goal indulge what's your now we ask a lot of taco centric you know very important taco questions here on the show are you more hard shell or soft shell tacos i'm all about the sh uh soft shell okay I like hard shell. I like the La Tierra hard shells that they make in, in Gladstone. Oh, cool. What's your go-to favorite taco places in Kansas City, Topeka area? Are you guys from KC or from Topeka? We're from Liberty. Liberty, okay. What? So we have you ever been to La Hacienda up there? Oh, yeah. That's right down the street from us. Oh, yeah. We, we reviewed like that, that on the show. Yeah. It was really good. Um, what's some of your other favorite Kansas City taco places? In a tub. Oh, yeah. In a tub is the place to go. 
Nothing compares. It's just the weirdest, most beautiful taco ever. It's like its own unique thing. I don't know if it totally counts as a taco, <laughs> but I mean, anyone who's ever lived in Kansas City has to go to Inatub at least one time. Yeah, we were talking on the show that that place, it's been around for a while too, since like the 50s. So it's almost like they heard about someone making tacos in the Southwest and they're like, okay, I guess this is a taco. And they just kind of created their own special taco. So, um, yeah, my dad got us going there when we were younger, and it's just kind of a, it's a thing we do now. When my sister comes to town, we go to Inatub. If you're in the Northland, definitely stop by Inatub. It's, it's a beautiful, unique taco experience. I agree. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for stopping by. Not a problem. Hope thanks you have a good time at the us. festival. Thank you. Oh, what's your names? Oh, my name's Lucy, and this is Paul. My name is Paul. Thank you, Lucy and Paul. Listen to Taco the Town. We're talking about botulism in Taco Bell con queso. What are your thoughts? You think um, I'm not supportive of it? If that's <laughs> you're not supportive of botulism and no, it doesn't. It's not good for people. Only in a petri dish. I remember one time um, my kids got uh, oh E. coli. My children got E. coli, both of them from ah. a. Uh, famous hamburger fast food restaurant which i refuse to name and they not had jack to, in the box not jack in the box because uh, there's no e coli in uh kangaroo but they got it and were hospitalized oh geez yeah they were it was it was a, a dark time in our our family but they're fine now good well let's uh let's close up the taco ticker and meet some of these guests here we have walking by here some of these uh, attendees of the uh, taco fest what do you say sounds great all right let's do, do it, it guys all right so we've been talking a lot about this huge potato we're we're set up right next to and we are joined by you guys want to say your names and who you work for yes my name is jessica colthard and i'm one of the tater twins and my name's kaylee wells and i'm also part of the tater twins and this is a promotional campaign for the idaho potato commission Oh wow! So, what made you guys? Are you are you guys from Idaho? Yep, we're from the Boise area. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, we were just talking. Do you guys know that the Evil Knievel Museum is in Topeka, Kansas? Whoa! The I National don't know Evil Knievel Museum. The spot there. Isn't he from Idaho? Or is he from um, Wyoming? I don't know if he is, but I know he's done a couple of his stunts. The in Snake Twin River Falls Canyon area. in Idaho. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, on your way out of town, be sure to stop by the Evil oh, Knievel Museum. Yeah, definitely. We like to bring our spuds. Maybe he all could jump our potatoes. Well, Whoa! <laughs> someone should jump our potatoes. That's with a the great motorcycle. idea. <laughs> Next so, trick. so, is this potato, tell me more about this potato. Is, are there smaller potatoes inside this large potato? Uh, that's top secret. <laughs> top secret, okay. But we do actually carry some mashed potatoes. Inside. No way. So there's yeah. mashed potatoes mm -hmm. inside. Idahoan potato. mashed potatoes. I don't know if you've ever had No, them. I haven't. But they're made from delicious. Idaho potatoes. Whoa. Yeah. Now, do you guys have potato tacos or taco potatoes? Well, we don't bring them with us, but we try to inspire you to get hungry and eat Idaho potatoes. But did you know that you can make a taco with the potato as the base and then fill it up with all your taco toppings and whatever you want like, yeah guacamole, I've, I've, chicken I've, whatever you want to put on a taco you yeah. can put on a potato we call it a potaco whoa mm -hmm. <laughs> so you guys aren't serving those today but you're just sharing this recipe yes. menu yes yes we are letting you. the people admire the spud <laughs> and then hopefully they'll go want to go get a potato or taco with potatoes on top yes potaco yes, i'm now i'm just thinking of a mashed potato with guacamole in it that's and good how as well. Good that would be. Can I ask you a question? Yes, go for it. 
Is Buddy Buddy going to be making an appearance today? Well, now that you ask, yes. <laughs> yes, oh, Buddy yes. Buddy will be out today. Spuddy He's Buddy. He's our seven foot tall Idaho potato. He'll make an appearance. Alert. Yep. Spuddy yep. <laughs> yes, you better believe he's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> now, does one of you have to wear the Spuddy Buddy costume, or is there someone um, else that does that? Spuddy Buddy's real. Oh, he's a real yeah. guy. Yeah, we, one of us will go take a break, and then Spuddy Buddy comes out. <laughs> oh, so. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It coincides yes. Yes. with yes. that. You'll never see us all at once, but <laughs> that's just a coincidence. <laughs> now, what's the taco scene like up in Idaho? Is there any good taco places up there? Mm, or what's... Yes, so where I live, I live outside of Boise in Cuna, which is like 20, 30 minutes away. And we have this place called Enrique's, Ooh, which is a Mexican restaurant. I like that and name. They have really good tacos. Yeah. Where Authentic. Else? What's that one nice. place downtown? Enrique's. 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 The place yes. where to go. <laughs> now, do all the Mexican places in Idaho serve potatoes? Tacos? Patacos. <laughs> I don't um, think so, but they should. No. We that need to be change concept. that. We need to make that a thing. Yeah, or french fries on your taco. I don't know. Do you think Ooh, that would be good? What are your feelings on the whole french fries with tacos debate? Because Taco Bell has uh, nacho fries out now. And they've never sold fries before, but these nacho fries are like a big hit. Being from the potato motherland, <laughs> what do you think of tacos with fr uh, french fries? I'd say the more the merrier. Yeah. You can never have too many french fries. And it's I'm cool to switch it. it up. Yeah, I think that's the perfect combination. Tacos and french fries. You can't get any better than that. And nacho cheese. They give you a little thing oh, of nacho yeah. cheese oh to God. dip in. So you're <laughs> all for it. Yes. You would rather have french fries than chips and salsa? Well, I crave french fries and potatoes every day. We had one last night. Like we you don't get burnt out being from no, Idaho and no. being <laughs> from the potato capital of the world? We actually had potatoes last night. All three of us had big <laughs> yeah, potatoes. Yeah, that's awesome. We are committed. <laughs> well, when you look at one uh, every day, yeah. it's like, I could go for a potato it's for breakfast, hard. lunch, and dinner. Because before I got this job, I didn't realize how healthy potatoes were because they kind of get a bad rap for being unhealthy. But they're certified by the American Heart Association. So once I realized that, I actually eat more of them. Well, yeah, as a kid, my mom would always say, be sure to eat the skin of the potato, too, when you're having a baked potato. And I kind of would listen to her, so I would always eat my potato skin. Yes, we recommend that. But there's nutrients all throughout. So not most people think most of the nutrients are in the skin, but they're in the meat of the potato, too. You know, I would just throughout. eat the skin and not eat the stuff on the inside. Is that oh, weird? No, well, potato skin. Yeah. <laughs> but eat all of it. So yeah. eat all of it. I'm going to have to start eating the rest of the potato and see what that tastes yeah. like. Yeah. All of it is good. Is there a certification or a training program involved in becoming a potato twin? <laughs> yes, good there question. is. We went to potato boot camp. We had to lug around potato sacks, you know, get, oh, wow. get trained up. And, um, well, I guess we actually knew each other in high school, too. We went to the same high school. And we've been friends for, I don't know, a long time now. You're not real twins? Fraternal, I don't know. What do you think? Fraternal um, twins? Well, we're the tater twins. They're the tater yes. twins. Yes. We're related by potato blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, people kept asking us um, if we were related all the time. So we're like, you know what? We're just going to call ourselves the tater twins. People love it. It's yeah, good branding. So you can hashtag yes. tater twins oh, yeah, wherever look up you our go. Hashtag. All day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So are you guys going to eat any tacos here today? Of course. Yeah. That's okay. why I came. I got to eat all the tacos in the market. So. <laughs> We're going to taste test. If they want a VIP taster, I could be that. <laughs> yes. Mark, did you have a question? How do you split the driving of the semi between both of you on the road? Um, 
That is a good question. We actually have a driver. So yes. <laughs> we're professional truck riders. Mm -hmm. um, put that on my resume. <laughs> but no, we do the social media and marketing for the truck and all the other behind the scenes. And then Ron. Yeah, if you want to talk to driver. Ron, we can yeah. bring him over. He needs to come do over. You? He's Ron the Tater Toter. Come on over, Ron. <laughs> oh, he's making it. He's awesome. He came yeah, out of retirement to drive the Big Idaho Potato Truck. Took oh, a leave nice. Of absence. Here you go, Ron. Hey, Ron, you're on a podcast. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi, would you introduce yourself to our listeners? I'm Ron Coles from Melba, Idaho. Uh, I'm the driver of this tater. The tater toter? <laughs> yeah, that's my nickname. <laughs> now, have you ever experienced anything on the, on the highway where that maybe the large potato was looked like it was going to come loose and you had to slow down or is there any fear of that potato coming loose from that trailer no not at all it's <laughs> it's an integral part of the trailer oh okay can you go inside the potato absolutely you can yes oh yeah she said there's mashed potatoes in the in oh the... that's right yeah. wow that's awesome lots of storage in there that's but great. It, it probably wouldn't be a comfortable place to take a nap while you're on the road right not unless you hung up a hammock and maybe fired up the generator and turned on the air conditioner because <laughs> it oh. is insulated. Is it an air-conditioned potato? Uh, oh, it, it has wow. an air conditioner. Okay, this is this is great. <laughs> this is awesome. I think we might just cancel the whole Tacotopia <laughs> and just spend the entire episode talking about this potato. No, this potato is pretty Touring incredible. it, taking pictures, petting it. I'm I'm glad to know that it's that it's never hurt anyone. You're saying it's never gotten off that trailer or no, come no. after anybody, because no. I, I was the chains concern me. Okay, good, good. So they're just for show. Right. What's your next stop? Back back to Idaho or? No, Bristol, Tennessee. Oh no way! Now is that thing going to be safe to go through the tunnels in Tennessee? If you've gone through the tunnels with that. If, in the if mountains? a regular uh, highway type semi okay. can go through, we can go through. Except for a little, we're a little, little bit wider, about 18 inch wider than legal. So we have permits. Wow. I can just imagine that potato getting stuck in one of those tunnels in Tennessee and <laughs> causing a massive... Now, uh, don't scare me now. I haven't been to <laughs> sorry, Tennessee with sorry, it yet. Sorry. <laughs> I'd like to get um, a 77 era Trans Am and run um, decoy for you as you roll through. Have you ever seen the film Smoking the Bandit? Absolutely. I'd like to be your bandit. I'd like to be the potato bandit. Oh, yeah. And just, yeah, just a great run idea. traps, yeah. yeah that, you could have the tater bad. twins in the Trans Am with you. They'd be like the Sally like Field. Sally Frog. Oh, yeah. Her, name was, her nickname was Frog in that film because of her legs. That, that's a great idea. Who's going to play the sheriff? <laughs> yeah. It's got to be someone that's anti-potato. One of these guys running around with a flak jacket on. Maybe. A tater hater, yeah. A tater hater, that's great. <laughs> I think we've just rewritten the reboot, Smoking the Bandit reboot. Because <laughs> it was Coors, he had to get, uh, going back to the Coors theme, I think they had to get Coors across yeah. the country. Colorado Kool-Aid, yeah. Yeah, it, here it would be to get the potato across the country. Can you get a potato through Tennessee in a certain amount of time? That, that's a movie. That is awesome. Well, thanks for telling us about the potato. Well, thanks for being on the show. Appreciate you taking time to talk to us. Um, I hope you guys have some great tacos here, and welcome to Kansas. Oh, thanks for having us.
All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back live from Tacotopia right after this. Lotus Pool Records is a proud sponsor of Taco the Town. Staunchly independent and inexplicably eclectic, Lotus Pool has something for everyone. For the iconoclast, enjoy Poster Children's Grand Bargain. Engineered by Steve Albini, their first new album in 14 years. The indie rock stalwarts every turn with a blast of political prog punk. For the pseudo-escapist, there's the wickedly talented Heidi Lynn Gluck and her latest album, Pony Show, like an entrapping siren song. Beautifully crafted melodies invite you in and caress you and rock you like a velvet hurricane. And for those that secretly sneak into their car on their lunch hour and listen to 101 The Fox, there is Sun Eaters, authors of the amazing Taco The Town theme song, a band applying the juggalo business model to their face-melting musical collection with a dash of smart-ass sincerity. Their new album, Unfathomable Darkness, is coming this Christmas. Remember, all Lotus Pool music can be streamed for free at lotuspool.com, a Lotus Pool tradition since 1999. Buy, stream, enjoy. Even when you feel no one else loves you, Lotus Pool Records loves you the most. Feel the love at lotuspool.com. All right, we're back. And uh, guys, uh, we just took a tour of the large potato, the Idaho potato. We got to go inside of the potato. Unbelievable. That was a life changer. There's artisanship going on inside the potato as well as a cryostasis chamber. Is that what it's called? Uh, cryogenic. Cryogenic chamber. Yeah. The thing Michael Jackson used to sleep in. Right, for yeah. Spuddy Buddy. Right. It's and I'm not kidding. It really, it really <laughs> is that in there. It's Spuddy Buddy's bachelor pad slash post life <laughs> like entombment. The Tater twins were, you know, very protective of their brand. So I don't yes. want to say anything too blue about Spuddy Buddy, but I can only imagine the fun he has in his bachelor pad, his potato pad. He was recuperating when we got our tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What Long if, night. You've been on tour, Mark. You know what that's like, right? I mean, I mean, they literally are on tour. They're yes. touring the country. Yes. Miami, Kentucky, isn't it? Myrtle Beach, Myrtle DC. Coming soon to a city city near you. What if Spuddy Buddies at the part in his life? Like, what if later in life we all get to be buried in a large recreation of our favorite food type? Ooh. I would be buried in a large, what is that, a paper mache? It is um, actually, first of all, it is a, um, a steel frame. Steel inside. frame potato. I would be buried inside a taco. And then it's it's fiberglass on the outside with, um, I think they said there was some hardened <clears throat> materials. And, th- and I, did see, I did see fire retardant materials. Fire retardant insulation. Yeah. That would be a nightmare if that potato just caught on fire. What, I mean, going down the highway, can you imagine? You know what they'd call that? A baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's what they call Spuddy Buddies late night party after after the show. <laughs> baked potato. I just partied with a real baked potato. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Hey, we are not. That's us saying that we are not here to sour no. the brand. No, Spuddy. He would not do that. All right, guys. So we're having a great time here at Tacotopia. We're here in Topeka. We do a, a segment on the show called Bad Reviews and a Funny Voice. But we uh, we have, you know, we don't want to give any bad reviews today here at Tacotopia. But I do have some bad reviews of some famous 
Topeka, Kansas landmarks. You guys want to read some bad reviews from Topeka landmarks? Oh, oh, all day long. All right, let's do it. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. So the three top places to see here in Topeka are the zoo, the Capitol building, and the Evil Knievel Museum, which we're all psyched about. We, we feel like we might even stop by there um, and take a look. So here's a bad Spuddy review. With us. From, <laughs> I want someone in the Spuddy Buddy outfit to jump the potato. <laughs> Spuddy Buddy's going to jump <laughs> So who wants to read this first one? This is a bad review from the Topeka Zoo. Let Mark do that. Mark, do you want to do that one? Well, living in Chicago, I can really make my voice into a real a-hole sounding. All right, so here's a bad review from the Topeka Zoo. All right, Eagle 060101 says, I did not like it. It was small, and the animals seemed undernourished, and several exhibits was closed at the time. For the capital of Kansas, I thought it would be a big zoo with lots of animals, but I was sorely mistaken. Two stars, state capital building. Oh, that's awesome. You got it. <laughs> that's great. Great review. Great voice. That's just, I mean, this is, he's no, he's, he's just, known. That's the way I talk all day long outside of this. For his voice. It's a, that was a voice of action, if ever I heard one. <laughs> Here's a bad review of the Capitol building. This is a tribute to my, my Uncle Bob. Bill Liu, 9-11, says, <laughs> Epic fail, Kansas State Capitol building. When the, when the panel simply refused to hear evidence in support of the medical marijuana issue, one star. I don't think that was reviewing the actual capital. That was like a bill they were trying to pass. That was a bad review of their <laughs> Is it getting bill. Political? You want to do that other one? No, that's you. Oh, You're that's me. The third okay. one, yeah. Here's another bad we're review. Our favorite, like, <laughs> aggressive male voices. I was doing sh- Chicago. Well, I, I'm not going to use that word. The D word. I almost used the D word. I'm Italian, so I can use it, but I'll, <laughs> I'll keep it. Or the M word. <laughs> or the W-O-P word. <laughs> I'm Italian. I'm against I'm Look, like, we we're both have... Italians. We're allowed. You know, we're yeah. taking it back. Liberty. We're taking it back. <laughs> All right. Here's a bad review of the Evil Knievel Museum. Megan says, I went here a few days ago. Was closed when it should have been open. Had to come back a week later and got told that no one knew what I was talking about, but I still paid and went in. It was good from then on. Was mostly photos. Two stars. Two stars. That's of the Evil Knievel Museum? Yeah. How dare she? Yeah. I do believe I do believe that they denied. They're like, no, it was open. It was you're, you don't know what you're talking about. It might about. have been one of those cases where they saw her coming and locked the door and put the closed sign up, and then when she left, they opened up again because they knew she was going to be trouble. That, that's, we call that an evil Knievel because he had to do that a lot in his trailer the next morning after uh, an evening, a, a Spuddy Buddy-esque yeah, yeah. evening. <laughs> after, Spuddy Buddy was around back in those days. You think sure. evil Knievel ever hooked up with Spuddy Buddy? Yes, that's <laughs> what we're saying. <laughs> It's kind of like uh, Iggy Pop and David Bowie when Evil Knievel and Spuddy Buddy got together. You know, it's it's a little strange, <laughs> but it's iconic, and, and I'm cool with it. It's actually it was an Idaho thing. Oh yeah, there. He's well, I didn't confirm he was from Idaho, but I guess the the Tater Twins did. Isn't he from Wyoming? Maybe Montana. Montana yeah. Robert Craig Knievel Jr., professionally known as Evil Knievel, was an American stunt performer, painter, and entertainer. Over the course of his career, he attempted more than 75 ramp-to-ramp motorcycle jumps. In 1974, he failed an attempt 
an attempted canyon jump across Snake River. Okay. Just a fact. Just a, a brief well, guys, I'm smelling that. these tacos. What do you say we hit Tacotopia and sample all the tacos that are available for us here today? What do you say we give it a we give it a try? Let's do it. Let's put these tacos to the test. Let's put our waiters on. All right, so we are back. We wandered around Tacotopia. We are in the middle of the celebration. We just ate a bunch of tacos. Guys, what are your thoughts? What was the best taco that you had on our Tacotopia topiary for me, trek? For me, it was Lago Vista, was the first taco I had, followed uh, closely by, I think their name was Taco or something, or Taco Man which was the taco with the slogan, I want you inside me. No, <laughs> come inside me. I, you want me inside you. I want to be inside you or something. Uh, I, I took a picture. We'll put it up on Twitter. It was an aggressive slogan, but I, I uh, enjoyed it. I, I agree with you. I like that Lago Vista. Lagos Vista? I like their taco the best. They had the chorizo taco. Yeah, chorizo taco was fantastic. That was delicious. Uh, what about you, Mark? What'd you, what'd you like? Well, I think Wizard's Castle over here had a good <laughs> taco. I don't, I don't see many people lining up for it, so maybe that's the, like, that's the cue to just... Yeah, I'm not sure out. if there are tacos at the Wizard's Castle bounce house, but there should be. Oh. Well, you don't know that they're not. I, I think I, we're going to have to go up in one. it to find the tacos. Maybe it's like Double Dare where you have to... Go on the you know obstacle sure. course to find the tacos. It's you a, you exactly have to like climb that. up the castle, or to the castle, and um, it's it's good stuff. Yeah, it's the wizard. Mark, you had a walking taco. How was that walking taco? I liked it. It was good. I'm not a big chicken taco fan, but it was all right. Yeah, bag tacos. Yeah, bag. And the Fritos bag. Fritos were, were bag. Were there Fritos yeah. in the bag? Yep. So, so they do. Yeah, they just. Use the Fritos and pour, put some sauce and some meat on it and call it a day. So walking tacos, bag tacos were probably invented by someone who did not have shells and they only had tortilla chips, right? Or do they break the shell up inside the bag? How does that work? No, they just kind of pour it on there. Some people break the bag up. or break. Oh, the because the, the chips come in the bag. Yeah. All right. I don't think there was any effort to take stuff out and then put it back in. You just kind of drizzle, right? Is a Frito meant to be, this is a really ignorant question, but, you know, I just want to learn. Is a Frito meant to be like a tortilla chip? Is that what that's supposed to be? It's corn, right? It's a corn chip. Corn chip. Corn. Yeah. They're corn tortillas, but is that what that's supposed to be, like a hard corn tortilla that you're Is Frito eating? Spanish for something? Frito, I think, is Spanish for Frito. That's probably right. Right, yeah. I confirm that. So overall, guys, would you say you know, this Tacotopia was a successful festival? Looks like everyone's having a really good time. Lots of families, a lot of people eating tacos, a lot of people sharing their tacos with strangers. Sharing their tacos with, that's a really, you know, that's like when earbuds first became popular. It's like, you know, share a bud, sharing share a their, taco. Sharing their families with strangers. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to see more of that. Share I mean, and share This is a alike. successful little uh, little venture, wouldn't you say? This was fantastic. And by the way, um, Frito means fried oh. in Spanish. So it stands for, fr a Frito is a fried corn chip. Fried corn chip. No, what about, no one's, I'd like to, I'd like to check out a curry taco. 
inquiries. Is that open? It looks like it might be closed. Yeah, there's a curry taco truck. I think it's open. It's a very small portal in a very big truck. It's interesting. So a lot of chihuahuas around us right now. Yeah. Getting ready for the chihuahua. I, 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 is it, this is doubling as a chihuahua fest. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say that this festival really, I mean, I, I was loving every minute of it the whole time. But when we got our, and we, we actually literally got VIP wristbands. Yeah. Giving us complete access to the food and uh, all areas of this festival. That's when things that kind of took it to a lit up a different level of fantastic. We even had access to the potato we got to go inside of. We did get to go in the potato. We did yeah. Get to, to see, <laughs> which was the highlight of the day for I, us, I think. I will never be able to unsee. Besides the tacos. <laughs> I will never be able to unsee. What was the name? Spudsy? Spuds. Spuddy Buddy. Spuddy Buddy. I will never be able to see Spuds. Unsee Spuddy Buddy in this cryogenic chamber. That's okay. I could see Spuds McKenzie hanging out at a. Oh yeah. At an event better like better this. than back in the day when he was at his height. Oh. Can you imagine how many taco parties Spuds McKenzie probably went to? Oh my God. That guy was the party starter. I, I remember really being a kid and Spuds McKenzie dying, and it really affected me. I bet it would. Why wouldn't it? Um, uh, you don't really see Spuds around that much anymore. I think. <laughs> I think Spuds. Maybe in a halfway house. Well, he, he was a, he drank a lot I think of so. beer. Yeah, a lot of Coors, right? Spud, Coors Light. I don't think Spud can Spuds can participate in that party life anymore. You think Spuds McKenzie partied with Spuddy Buddy and Evil Knievel? Yeah, two of. I mean, they were all of the same era. Yeah, they're all around together. In fact, maybe if you looked a little closer at some of those videos, it might not even look like a potato. It might look like... See, but I think the state of Idaho has really paid to take care of Spuddy Buddy in a way that no other, like, party freaks can't... I mean, you, we saw him in the cryogenic yeah, it's like freezer a, today. It's like a U.S. president, the, the, the health care that he gets. I, I bet the Philly fanatic and, like, the San Diego chicken, I bet they don't have a hyperbaric chamber that they sleep in every day. Well, and that's why they're dead. That's why... Why the Philly? That's why the did famous you, chicken died. They had they, they, he kind of had that like inner like the intravenous liquid feed <laughs> going into one of his. It was I look it arms. was slightly troubling, but I at the same time was filled with gleeful joy. So I'm not quite sure how to feel about it. But I, actually, I, I am sure that the entire experience was 100 percent positive. I think that's why Spuddy Buddy has outlasted the others. So overall, what would you guys give the Tacotopia Festival out of five golden tacos? What would you rate Tacotopia? Uh, ah. The taco quality and the party quality and the festival quality of it all. I got to say, I'm waiting for Spuddy Buddy to make an appearance. And once he comes out, oh, wow, yeah, best in show. We're looking at um, um, three chihuahuas uh, having their picture taken. There's a chihuahua photo shoot happening. Once I, Spuddy Buddy comes out, man, it's all. Look, I'll give it a 4.8 for now. If Spuddy Buddy shows up, it's a 5.0. Or sorry, four, yeah, 4.8 golden tacos. So is that a, a full 5.0? Really? Yeah, they're having um, So what would you say? Five if Spuddy Buddy shows up? If Spuddy Buddy makes an appearance, it's a 5.0. But, you know, you got to stay late if you want to see him. It's kind of like Prince. You know, he'd right. come out, you'd go to Paisley Park, you'd party till like 2 in the morning, and then he'd come out and play. So, Spuddy Buddy's the same way. What about taco quality out of five golden tacos? How are your tacos today? Another 4.8 if we're talking Largo Vista. It's fantastic. I'd say 5.8 out of five. Is that what you said? 4.8 out of five. 4. 4. Did I say 5.8? My apologies. Uh, I like, yeah, Carnival Guy's got some good tacos. Yeah, I, I, I'm going five. Whoa, out of the blue, unexpected. 
played. Out Overall, the, the entire festival, I would give Tacotopia, I'd say it's a successful little fest. I'd give it a five out of five for sure. Man. I mean, for one day out of our lives. This is a great day. We're in a Tacotopia. All right, well, gosh, uh, let's uh, let's walk around a little more. Play some uh, Jenga. Let's play some Jenga. Let's uh, go check out the uh, the Chihuahua Fashion Show and uh, and eat some more tacos and drink some more beer and drink some more margaritas. What do you say, guys? That sounds like a great idea. All right, let's do it. I'm gonna go over to Wizard's Castle. Let's check out Wizard's Castle. See what the tacos are like there. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Have you ever had a paranormal encounter? Have you ever seen anything that you could not explain? Hello, my name is Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And these are the questions we ask every week alongside our trusty producer, Riley Bray, on the Bigfoot Collectors Club podcast. Every week we interview a celebrity guest about their personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness featuring monsters, cryptids, and UFOs. Want to hear Craig Ferguson's take on the Loch Ness Monster? Or what crazy ex-girlfriend's Rachel Bloom thinks about a mysterious concrete castle built in Florida by a lovesick inventor? Like a haunted house or a forest at night, our conversations are always fun and unpredictable. So check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, keep your eyes on the skies. Mark, you heard a rumor you might want to share. Or you're, you're hesitant to share this rumor. If you go on YouTube... This isn't Mark saying this. This is... Some hearsay. He, he found this on the internet. That doesn't mean it's true. If you look closely, I don't have editing equipment in my house, but if you can stop and zoom in, you can kind of see that it doesn't quite look like a middle-aged Anglo man. <laughs> what, what does it look like? Who, who would you say was riding Slightly this? rotund. Um, I mean... You're kind of dancing around it, but you're saying that someone else did this, some a, stunts a, a, for Evil Knievel. A couple of them, I think. A few oh, could have been Spuddy Buddy in a wig. Yes. So. He did get kind of full in the middle area towards the end of his mm. career, yeah. Some of his last jumps might have been Spuddy Buddy. Yeah. Do you think they had a relationship similar to Hal Needham and Burt Reynolds? Spuddy Buddy and... Probably. Yeah, for sure. Hooper, right. right? Was that was Hal Needham Hooper or wait, wait? Hal Needham directed Hooper, Smoking the yeah. Bandit one and two. Right. He directed. Um, that was the story. Uh, Hooper was based on Hal Needham's buddy. life. Right. <laughs> he also did the, the uh, real Hollywood. He also did Scoop. both Cannonball Run movies. Hal Needham famously told Hollywood that they were neglecting the land in between New York and Los Angeles. He said that there's plenty of money to be made in God's country, and Hollywood didn't believe him, so he made his first film, and he made a fortune on Smokey and the Bandit. And then from that point on, they greenlit, I think, almost everything that he, he wanted to do. All chronicled in the book Stuntman. I, I recommend it. Excellent read. Not the Peter O'Toole movie. No. Not the Peter O'Toole movie, but I'm sure Hal Needham had something to do with that film. And then, and now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. All right, this is the part of the show called Taco Topics. Mark, this is where I get your in-depth, deep taco feelings. I've got taco questions. I need taco answers. Are you ready for this? I'm ready as I think I'll ever be, yes. All right, question one. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? I don't really look. I just 
just jump. I just open up and I let it be inside of me. You let it open up inside of you. Yes, that's right. That's, gosh. I let it unfold inside of me. I think that's a philosophy we should all start to uh, adapt to our taco eating is don't look, just leap and let it open up. I feel like that's a Bobby, an inappropriate Bobby Knight quote as well, but we'll, we'll move oh. on from that. Yeah. Uh, if I had to look... I don't know. Do you want to look? I mean, uh, you're, I'm speaking, you're speaking like flavors, yeah, styles, philosophically. Uh, toppings. What's your go-to taco? Mm. Are you, I mean, you, or do you love them all? No, I do not love them all. Uh, uh, there's got to be some kind of like uh, meat. Veggie tacos just don't do it for me. Yeah. Good answer. Agreed. I agree. I, I, I am a majority vegetarian diet, and when I have my meat, I want it the right way and a taco always needs to have meat question two crunchy or soft shell tacos no preference love them both love that. hot or mild salsa hot mild salsa what's the point what's the purpose <laughs> do you like to put a little lime on your authentic tacos or you do you put your salsa on authentic street both. tacos both nice if they give you lime use it right if you're not eating tacos what's one of the main things you're eating uh, I eat food from my garden that I grow. Ooh, nice. What do you got in your garden? Kale, Swiss chard, bok choy, lettuce, collards, romanesco, beets, carrots, tomatoes, Ooh. cucumbers, rutabaga, eggs. Pretty much anything. A lot Every, of, yeah. It, yeah, that's what I like. Squash. No, I don't have room for squash. If I okay. had room, I would do squash. In your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town, or is Topeka a good taco town? I Kansas City is a good taco town, especially if you you know move outside of the center of things. Uh, if you skirt around the perimeter, and some of the more working class neighborhoods, you'll find uh, wonderful tacos. Topeka, this is my first uh, my my maiden voyage. Do you have a favorite KC taco place that you hit when you're in town? No. I just, in the olden days, I would just drive around and I would look for little places that just had like handwritten signs and stuff. And I Those are the best. Find, uh, find what I needed. What are some other good taco towns that you've visited or that you would recommend people visit to sample their tacos? Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Chicago and Los Angeles, I would say, are the two like big metropolises for tacos. Uh, New York City is not one of them. New York City is, I don't know what it's like now, but it was not a good taco town when I lived there. And up until a few years ago, it may have changed. And then anywhere in Mexico, Tex-Mex, Austin. Austin, yeah. Have you ever had a time in your life and you've had to turn down tacos? No, never. Never? Today may be the first. <laughs> Once we get out in the... <laughs> You know, once we get our waiters on and start slopping around in it, I may have to say no at some <laughs> okay. point. Do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? Something that, when it comes to tacos, will turn you off from a taco? Uh, the Taco Bell dog. Not a fan? Nope. If you see that mascot, you're driving I, the other way? It's, it's, yeah, you know, remove yourself from the situation. What is your thought? What are your thoughts on the uh, Chihuahua beauty pageant they're about to have here today? Is that going to make you just leave this place? <laughs> I feel like somewhere there's, there are woods encircling this whole place. 
<laughs> and at some point in time, I feel like the Taco Bell dog is lurking <laughs> it's going, it's going somewhere. Yeah. Attack you. Do you so, just have a fear of chihuahuas or just the Taco Bell dog in general? No, I had a bad run-in with the Taco Bell dog a number of years back. And oh, don't look now. Right behind you. There's two chihuahuas. Oh, my God. This <laughs> just got really strange. <laughs> Chihuahua meat. I like Chihuahua meat in my... <laughs> Controversial take. Controversial take. So this is a speed round. Just tell me the first thing that pops into your head. These are yay or nay questions. We'll see if you can break the record of 20 seconds. These are all taco stylings. I just want to want to know yay or nay. Taco pizza. Nay. Taco salad. Nay. Taco burgers. Nay. Taco dogs. Nay. Miniature tacos. Yay. Choco tacos. Nay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast. Nay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg. Yay. Tacos served with french fries and nacho cheese. Nay. Nice job. I think it was a record. That might have been 20 seconds. Great. That was great. Yeah. Is there anything on those selections that you'd like to expand on? You got a lot of nays. I am always about, I, I'm, I'm all, I mean, as long as it's not an egg shell. Right. If it's <laughs> the other stuff that comes with an egg, I'm always a proponent of utilizing whether it be the core or the exterior. Do you like breakfast tacos? Yes. Are you more breakfast? No. Breakfast burrito? Nope. Breakfast tacos are fine. Nice. In a way, this is kind of like a breakfast taco. I mean, we did have the egg McMuffin. I don't even know. <laughs> egg McTaco. Dark subject, but uh, at a taco fest. But yes. You know that uh, fun fact the egg McMuffin is, is uh, an extremely, the only healthy menu item at, at McDonald's. So we're fine. I'm down with that. It's got a lot of vitamins. Question number 74 What's. Your favorite song to listen to in your car when you're on your way to get tacos? Rain and Blood. Who's the artist? Slayer. <laughs> nice. To add that to the, the mixtape that we're putting together. Great double bass work. Would you, would you say maybe the finest double bass work? Yes. Yeah. The progenitor of the double bass solo. Okay, last question. Uh, if taco as a word did not exist and tacos were not called tacos and they were called something else, what word would you create to, to name tacos? Do I have to make it up or can I use an existing word? Frumplet? I don't know. <laughs> okay, then we'll go with what frumplet. Is it? Frumplet? Frumplet. Yeah. That's great. I would eat frumplets all day long. <laughs> oh, gosh. I want a frumplet now. There's a whole... Is it the TTE, maybe? It's kind of like a, yeah. There's a whole festival of frumplets looking us in the eye. I think you put the, you put R, I think frump is a great name and frumplet is a smaller frump. That's great. Uh, Mark, this is the time of the show called Taco to Me. Do you have a taco question you'd like to ask me? Can be. Where'd you get that shirt? I got this shirt at Target on wow. sale on the sale rack. I have a shirt full of flying tacos. I thought it was couture, but I found out it was off the rack, which no, this is amazing. Off, off the rack, Target. 2012 on the sale rack spring line it's lasted you that long you can't really it's almost like you you can't you could have stains all over that and they wouldn't be very noticeable yeah exactly that's why i wear it there's enough i have never washed it there and there's enough motion and repetition to where you can really get that thing messy you should we should let's try it to work yeah today it's either that shirt or a flak jacket yeah gotta wear flak jackets at these taco fests yeah yeah all right well mark thanks for being on the show today thank you for inviting me thanks for coming to taco topia with me and chris 
Always. Do you have anything you'd like to plug before we sign off here today? Uh, Where can people yeah, find you and your Vinwood. music? Vinwood is a magical place. It really is. I'm just sitting here looking at this this like beautiful pavilion of trees and love that roof on yeah, this structure. Bulletproof yeah. vests, the roof. Uh, fine folks out having a good time. And, and the Zoom a, records are coming out yeah. in uh, Rock Taco Tober. Yes. Maybe we'll have a cross promotion. Zoom. I guess this is a cross promotion today, <laughs> but maybe we can physically do some kind of a taco giveaway when the album comes out. Oh you, yeah. You can open for Mojo Heat or what was the name of the band? Uh Blazing Mojo. Blazing Mojo. Yeah. Blazing Mojo. Can you should come out for the Blazing Mojo set, you guys? It's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> I heard their singer is a bit uh off the rails. <laughs> If you know what I mean. I heard there might be a uh, special appearance by Spuddy Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> On bass. Similar, <laughs> similar to when Mark's band uh, Sperm Bank played um, Brixie's uh, and... Um, Fred Schneider. Fred Schneider jumped up on stage. Maybe Spuddy Buddy will <laughs> jump up on stage. Yeah. Spuddy Buddy might be the lead singer of Flaming Sorry. Mojo. That That's why we haven't seen him... <laughs> That's why he's sleeping in yeah. his cryogenic chamber. Yep. That's what's going on <laughs> night after night. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for talking tacos with me. Gracias, senor. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at Taco the Town KC or on Twitter at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. If you'd like to recommend a taco place for us to review or give us a taco tip, please send us a message to our email at tacothetowntopics at gmail.com. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi. Thanks to the band Sun Eaters, who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. And thanks to everyone at Tacotopia for having us out today. And thanks to the people at the famous Idaho Potato Company. Thanks for talking with us. And thanks to everyone for stopping by and visiting with us today. And until next time... Go eat some tacos!